to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I'm Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. It's episode 76. It's Monday night, August 9th, 2021. Thank you for listening. here tonight with me tonight in studio is brian clark what up brian hey and coming to us virtually rejoining us this week is bo brady what up bo you there Hmm. Got nothing. Well, Bo's here. I can see him. Just can't hear him. Anyway. What's up? How's it going? <laughs> What's up, Bo? Nice delayed response. <laughs> Sorry about that. I was having some technical issues. All right. What are we going to talk about tonight? I don't know. We got uh, Summer League started. We're going to talk a little bit about free agency, I guess. Maybe some... Memphis Grizzlies talk, perhaps. Visit houseofhoops.com. That's H-A-U-S of hoops.com for links to our YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, everything, social media. You can buy merchandise on the website. You can listen to all our past episodes. Yeah, it's a good place to be at houseofhoops.com. What have you guys been up to? How has your week been, Bo? Where it's have been, you been? It, it's been nice. I've I've been to a lot of places. I don't, I don't even know where to start. Yeah, I, I haven't mean, talked to you guys since the finals. It's been like three weeks, probably. Yeah, s- yeah. Since we did this, so yeah, our timing might be a little off, a little rusty. What have you been up um, to? Anything well, good? Yeah, we went to a Twins game a couple weeks ago. There you go. That was fun. Got to see that. Uh, did, I men- did we talk about that? Or we were texting with Brian about that. Mm. I don't think I mentioned it on the pod, did I? Hmm. I think it was just a text message. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, probably. I had not gone to the Twins game because last time I was on the show, I was in studio. Oh, okay. So they played the Angels. Hmm. So I got to see what's his face play the the best player in baseball. Who's that? Uh, he's Japanese. Brian knows. Shohei Otani. <laughs> All right. Who's you should for? you should remember that name. You'll be telling you'll be telling your grandkids that you got to see him play. <laughs> if you live that long. Well, my kids will be telling their kids they were at the game. Yeah, your kids will probably be more interested in baseball than you are. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we're watching the Twins game right now. They're getting spanked by the Chicago White Sox. It's like 10 to nothing. I know that makes you happy. Yeah, I'm going to win a lot of money tonight. Makes my buddy Steven happy. Shout out, Steven. (laughs) Steve. Uh, how about you, Brian? What have you been up to this week? Uh, I think you know. <laughs> I got an idea, but yeah, I'm not asking for me. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I'm asking for Bo. He wants to know. Uh, Bo, I've just been working a lot. <clears throat> okay. Um, same old song and dance. Stacking chips like Luka Doncic. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, our restaurant's finally caught up to every other restaurant in the world. Or it's like, ain't got no employees yeah, anymore. Yeah, feel, feeling the labor crunch. Yeah. Oh, man. It's brutal. It's brutal. It hurts. It's been a long week. Long I bet. couple weeks. A few weeks probably for you. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, the ones we have are awesome. I right. love them. They're great. Right? We just need, we need a couple more. We hired some high school kids right before summer ended, and they all just vamped. <laughs> school yeah. started back up. It's like shit. No weekends, nothing. All right. I mean, to be fair, if, you know, if I was a high school senior and I didn't have to work, I wouldn't either. So, I guess. I feel like they're missing out on valuable life experience by not washing dishes at a pizza place <laughs> during their. What could be the most fun year of their lives, <laughs> their young lives? Yeah, they'll be back for the summer. Yeah, I mean, this is a year that, that you know, Christmas breaks. Stories, stories come from you know, what crazy <laughs> shit did you do in high school? <laughs> yeah, I remember high school. Oh, were we in high school when the Grizzlies came to Memphis? I don't remember what year was that. No, um, I was already in college, and my parents had got they had left. And they had season tickets. I remember that very clearly. 2000, 2001. Or was it like 2001, 2002? Oh, okay. Jeff, were you in college when the um, Grizzlies came to this? <laughs> no, I'd already, uh, I'd already finished my schooling. <laughs> I guess I should have been more specific. I was an undergraduate at that point. Oh. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Brian, you probably remember those years. Uh what were you up to when the Grizzlies came to Memphis? I don't remember very much from those years at all. <laughs> uh, those might have been the best years of my life. Those were our young years. Those were we were our young guys twenty years ago. Wow. Do either of you like specifically remember that happening? Like the like Memphis getting a basketball team? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It was exciting. 
Yeah, I felt like I felt like Memphis had arrived. Right. It was like, yeah, it was. It was like a big, big deal. Professional sports in Memphis. Yeah. So obviously they traded for Pau Gasol. They traded Mike Bibby for Jason Williams. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a Wren on that first team, Lorenzo Wright. I think he was. Powell's rookie year, that would make sense. And I think even Lorenzo Wright, that first game, he had like a 2020 game or something crazy. Lorenzo played high school, college, and then professional ball all in the same town, city. They won 23 games that first year. And I do believe that is correct with Lorenzen. He was on that squad. Let's see. They had Stromile, Jay Will, Elliot Perry, EP. Well, EP was like later in life on that one. Yeah, he was already a nine-year vet. Shane Battier, Rodney Buford. Yep, Power Gasol, Brevin Knight. Forever before the Grizzlies got to Memphis, I was a Bulls fan. Through and through. Bulls only. Nothing else. I remember that. And then I remember as soon as we got the Grizzlies, I was no longer a Bulls fan. I remember that. <laughs> Stro show it was, man. It was on. I was all in on Memphis. The Bulls, like, they were done. I was done with them. Forget about it. Y'all are over. I remember that specifically. I was more, I was just a general NBA fan, you know? Yeah. I just kind of, I mean, I, I followed teams through certain, you know, players' careers. Mm-hmm. Like I remember initially being a, as a young man, being a Hornets fan. I love that Hornets fan, Hornets team with uh, like Alonzo Mourning and Larry Johnson. Yeah, they were very popular. Yeah. They Seg- were fun. Segged into being a Spurs fan. I, I really, I love Dennis Rodman. <laughs> yeah, I can see that. But I never really had like a team. Yeah. I always liked uh, the big market teams, you know. It was always uh, in, in those like Midwest teams like Indiana. Um, what were other teams like the Lakers and Knicks? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, it, the, the players had very outsized personalities back then, I feel like. Yeah. Interesting, but you also, I mean, you didn't, you didn't see like, and you didn't see every aspect of their lives. Like it was, there was no social media, then, so you just saw what they were on the court. You know, mm-hmm. that was just something I thought about. That was like a weird time in my life where I was, I was definitely a basketball fan. I was definitely watching basketball, but there were so many other things going on at that time. Uh, going to games, there was no money for that. Yeah, going, like sitting and watching games. We weren't doing that. We were going out, hanging out. We weren't necessarily like just sitting in bars watching games or anything like that. It was a different time. Oh, you remember we were we were out skating in the streets, going yes. to punk rock shows. <laughs> That's correct. Yeah, uh, I remember the first Grizzlies game I went to. Yeah, yeah, it was like a. I mean, I couldn't afford tickets back then. You, I couldn't. Go, no way. Go to a game. We had like a company outing at work. Uh-huh. And uh, we sat in a box. One of the owners of the restaurant was a member of, the, he lives in the Chicago area. Wait, you've worked there the whole time? And yes. And <laughs> uh, 
and was a member of the same country club as Michael Heisley. Oh, in the Chicago area. Oh yeah. So he somehow managed to get us a box. Hmm. We we like took a bunch of managers. Remember we played we played the Utah Jazz, and I actually don't remember if I'm, I'm assuming we lost the game. <laughs> it had to have been in the first couple seasons. Yeah, because I remember our buddy Andy Vostog. Shout out Andy. Huh. Just screaming at Greg Ostertag the entire game. <laughs> yes. Shout out Boss Construction. O- Ostertag was having a pretty good game against us, and he just kept yelling, Ostertag smash! <laughs> <laughs> Ostertag, yes. Yeah, there was uh, there was booze in the box. <laughs> nice. The bar was unlocked. Yeah. Very good. All right. Um, let's see. Random life shit. What's been going on? There's like a huge divide in our country right now about vaccinations, right? So many people still aren't getting them for multitudes of reasons. It looks like a lot of people just haven't gotten around to it. (laughs) (laughs) I was reading a poll earlier and it said, uh, that was the winner of the poll. It was, it's on my to-do list. I think it'd still be on your to-do list, Jeff. We didn't make you get it. It might, probably not. I no, I think you. I would. At this point, you probably would have. I would have. I have a suggestion. Something prepared. Yeah. I think maybe anti-vaxxers convincing people not to get vaccinated should become unvaxxers. So if you've ever been vaccinated. For anything, you have to get rid of it. You have to unvax. <laughs> so an unvaxer drains the blood out of their body to rid themselves of the vaccine. Death is a possibility, though. <laughs> the operation was a success. <laughs> the patient has died. <laughs> Paging Dr. Octagon. <laughs> Just a suggestion. Want to throw it out there. See if these anti-vaxxers want to get behind it. I mean, if you're truly an anti-vaxxer, I feel like that's something you should look into. You guys want to talk some hoops? Yeah, that's what we're here to do. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I'm here to hang out and just bullshit. But we can talk about some basketball. We got any news, Bo? In the last three weeks, have you seen anything in the news that was interesting to you? <laughs> There's been a few things. Uh, top of the list was the Bucks won the championship. I don't know if you guys covered that. We did. We uh, we announced it. Okay. Announced here first. You got anything? Any uh, major points of emphasis on that? On the Bucks? Uh, no, I mean, not to go too far back in time, but Giannis was really awesome. Yeah, we pretty well covered that last week, the whole Giannis thing. Anything else? Not on that. Um, All right, what else? As far as stuff in the past week, there's been a few things. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the the most awesome one was that USA won the gold medal. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to the United States basketball team playing better defense and playing better Kevin Durant than everybody else. The, I mean, the ladies won too. Oh, yeah, they did. You know, where are all the Team USA 
fucking doubters at now. Mm. They sure were active before the team won the gold. A lot of people were doubting Popovich, doubting the team, doubting the system of which how we put together the teams. Where are you at now? What are you guys thinking now? Who the fuck doubted Team USA? Of all the countries and continents and states and cities in the world, basketball is the most popular in the USA. More people play and watch basketball in the USA than in any other country in the world. Who the fuck was doubting Team USA? <laughs> you morons. <laughs> the rest of the world is catching up. You know, uh, the Aussies, the Australians, they medaled for the first time in their country history. They got that bronze. That's cool. Yeah. Jingles. Joe Hingles, I mean. Patty Mills. You know they celebrated down in Australia for for that medal, right? Sure. They probably lost their shit. I mean, <laughs> I think they're locked down actually, so they didn't do anything. Bullshit. They partied. <laughs> they partied. Any thoughts on that, Bo? Team USA gold medals. Really, I think they just they're better, better defensively, bigger. They're NBA players, all of them. And you got Kevin Durant. And guys that can shoot threes and guys that can get hot and carry the load here and there, that's good enough to win a gold this year. Right. Is Kevin Durant being the greatest basketball player in the world right now, is he a product of his environment? Or is the Team USA a product of Kevin Durant? Is I think he good at probably... basketball because he lives in the States? No. no. I, I mean, Kevin Durant could have come from – he could come from anywhere. You know, he, I mean, like, dude, look at Giannis. Like, Kevin Durant could, he could have, his lineage could have carried him into Greece or wherever. And then, then we have Kevin, Greek Kevin Durant. Maybe you know, it's he, the same. Yeah, but maybe he doesn't get the same opportunities if he lives in another country, the same experience, the same training. No, he certainly would not get the same training and experience. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. That's why Team USA is the best. Right. You, like, basically, they, Team USA gets a lot of bites at the apple, and this is the product they get. America. And then the, the year they didn't win gold was they ran into that Argentinian team that was just loaded. Yeah. It got close. That medal game against France got close. Did you guys watch that game? I watched the first half. I, I was in Michigan, and the first half ended. It was like 1130. I was on East Coast time. It was It was bedtime. The ending was the best part. They almost blew it. <laughs> yeah. They seriously like couldn't inbounds the ball. <laughs> it got really, really embarrassingly close at the end. But they held on. And then uh, Damian Lillard announced that he'd been playing hurt. <laughs> what do you think, Brian? Did you watch it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, of course I did. Yeah, I mean, I th if uh, we had... We had Kevin Durant. <laughs> I mean, is he probably one of the best Olympic basketball players of all time? Mm. I mean, who would you put him up against? MJ. 
Michael Jordan? What I mean, I'm, no, I mean like Olympic basketball player, like, like just today? like ha- having like an Olympic career. Oh, I don't know. Who's won a ton of golds? Braun. Who was somebody that carried Olympic teams for a long time? Bird. No, maybe not for a long time. No, who 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 was like D Wade? Sue Bird. D Wade. Is he better than there you go. D Wade? D Wade won some golds. D Wade was a six man on those teams. The all of them mid two thousands one. Who was a great gold medalist? Carmelo Anthony has three gold medals from 2004 to 2016. Is Carmelo Anthony the greatest USA men's basketball player of all time? I don't know. Durant is now. Yeah, Sue Bird and Diana Taurasi both have five medals, five golds. Mm-hmm. So I'd say they are. Sure. And women's. I'd say, no, I, I don't think you can draw a distinction there. I think it's because in the women's game, they, they're they team more so than the men's team. Men's team. I mean, look at this, though. David Robinson won from 1988 to 1996 two golds. That makes him pretty valuable, I think. But, yeah, I guess it's I guess it's Kevin Durant. Looking at the list, yeah. Did you did you say Carmelo has Carmelo does have more medals than Kevin Durant? Yeah, he's got a bronze. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's got three three golds and a bronze. Yeah, I mean he's definitely the most uh, consistent winner. But yeah, KD's three and zero, huh? Three finals, uh, you know, gold medal round appearances and three gold medals. He's the Jordan of the Olympics. Yeah. I forgot in 88 that it was the amateur hour, literally, and USA got bronze. Hmm. Soviet Union won gold, and the United States was like, all right, no, nah, we can't do this anymore. It's enough of this shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was uh, the next one. Was 88 was Sabonis, right? Yes, it was Sabonis. I got to go watch that game because on the <laughs> silver medal, silver medal had Drazen. Petrovic and Tony Kukoc hmm. and Vladi Divac, Dino Raja. That sounds like a fun team. Yeah, I bet it's fun to watch. I wanted to confirm Sabonis on the, the Soviet Union team in 88. Hmm. They won the gold medal, and then he uh, then he played on the Lithuanian team in uh, the, the, 92. The Grateful Dead team? Yeah, the Grateful Dead team, the other dream team. Grateful Dead supplied the uniforms <laughs> for Lithuania. <laughs> you should Google search. It's pretty. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty goofy. I might have to get one of these shirts. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. Sounds like it's right up your alley. Yeah, you could say. I mean, Kobe was pretty influential. He won back to back golds in Beijing '08 and London '12. I mean, Kobe probably kind of set the tone for those teams, you know. I guess that's why D-Wade was coming off the bench. All right, anything else in the news, Bo? Or? There's a, well, there that's was a, some minor stuff, but the there's a tampering investigation yeah. with New Orleans and Chicago, but there's really nothing we can say about it other than 
you know, the league. I mean, this is just stupid. Like, let them. So what? They they can text about shit before. I don't know. I just think it's stupid. Like, the, the, what's fucking dumb about it is that the league just picks and chooses when they want to actually like investigate and follow the rules. Like when AD was traded to the Lakers, there was no investigation or anything on that. It's just like they, the the league just picks and chooses when they want to make a big deal about or when they even care about tampering. And mm-hmm. stupid as hell. Yeah, I mean, if the Lonzo sign and trade. It's just announced a day later. Yeah. <laughs> it's so dumb. It's the league is trying to make a point, but they choose very carefully when they want to make a point and who they want to make look bad. Or Why would they want to make Chicago look bad anyway? Like Chicago's... Because they're not as big of a market and, and they don't have a chance to win a championship. Yeah, Chicago's it's, not a big market, it's, right? It's not LeBron. It's pretty big, but they don't it's have LeBron. Huge. They don't have LeBron James. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to put an asterisk on any Lakers championships. I just, I don't know. I think it's fucking stupid the way the NBA handles these things. They never go after the big marquee names. I mean, it's like in college sports. The NCAA does that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like exactly K- like that. University of Kansas does something so heinously wrong that they give the death penalty to some little school that nobody gives a shit about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> to be like, see, we're doing something about this. <laughs> I mean, we could compare it to when Memphis got their, champion, their season vacated. Mm-hmm. I'd be willing to bet if Memphis won that championship, the NBA doesn't vacate shit. Yeah. If NCAA. they ended up winning. Yeah. yeah, the NCAA, sorry. Forgot what we were talking about. But, uh, no, yeah, I think it's weird. Yeah, I mean, if the Memphis Tigers win that year, then Kansas gets their champ, or Kansas gets vacated, their season vacated for Darrell Arthur or whatever, you know? like. Yeah. It's, it's the league is just picking and choosing who and when they want to go after things and people. It makes no damn sense to me. So I, I, I mean, when things like this happen, I just kind of look the other way. Like, what, what is Chicago or New Orleans going to lose anyway? A second round draft pick. Like, what's going to be the real penalty, <laughs> even if they did tamper? Yeah, it's stupid. It's cash and cash and pick like a pick. And you're going to tell me that the agents aren't already cooking this stuff up anyway? Yeah. Uh, who's really hey Lonzo really wants to go to Chicago what can you guys figure out okay well okay well who is really to blame it's a good point some things that stuck out to me in the news I got a couple here one being the Kendrick Nunn thing so free agency was a big deal we kind of already talked about it and maybe we can talk about it some more but Kendrick Nunn walked away from Miami Took less money to join the Lakers. Kendrick Nunn's not like an aging veteran. A lot of times you see aging veterans like take less money to go try to chase a ring. Mm-hmm. Kendrick Nunn's 26. He was asked if it was hard to turn down more money elsewhere to be a Laker. And this is what he said. He said, it wasn't that hard, to be honest. I'm a guy that knows how to sacrifice for the better of the team. 
It's a team sport. I want to win. That's what I play this game for, to win. <laughs> it's going to L.A. I mean, that's part of it. L.A. won that signing. The Lakers signed him with their $5.9 million taxpayer mid-level exemption, uh, which was the most L.A. could offer any free agent this offseason. He's going to come off the bench behind Westbrook. I thought it was interesting. That's a huge pickup for the Lakers. I love Kendrick Nunn. I'm a big fan of his. I think he has like a very good demeanor. I think he's a real basketball player. He's defensive. He knocks down threes. I think he's going to be better than Dennis Schroeder was in L.A. I think it's an upgrade. And then you got Schroeder, who's still like unsigned. Yeah, I mean he's not going to have to be better than Schroeder. They have no. They got Westbrook. But I think he is better. Though. I think he's. A, I think he's a good piece for, for the Lakers. But yeah. I mean, did he think he couldn't win in Miami? No, I don't know what that is. Mm, he, he didn't want to come off the bench. I think in Miami. Did he really just want to play with LeBron and AD and Westbrook? Uh, that's probably part of it. I mean, there's a lot of things that seem better. Like, are those guys more likable than Jimmy Butler and Kyle Lowry? Maybe he was just sick of what was going on in Miami. Yeah. Maybe he just maybe he just doesn't want to get yelled at in practice. Who knows? All day by Jimmy Butler and Pat Riley. I think he probably takes a lot away from having been there. I would imagine he's a better player now than he was when he started. But uh, I like it. I don't usually like... Uh, care about the lakers or have anything to say about the lakers or you know whoever's supposed to be like their favorite or whatever but i think that was a really really awesome pickup for them i'm a big big kendrick nunn fan i think he'll be good for them any thoughts no, i think he'll be he's a good player and maybe he should have taken more money but if he really contributes i don't i don't is i don't know what the deal looks like for team or player options on that but if it goes beyond this year, but maybe it'll set him up to get a bigger contract age 27, 28 season, you know, especially if they uh, do well in the playoffs and he's a, like has a, a good series or something, you know, he can definitely get like a long deal with somebody. Yeah. Would you rather have him or would you rather have Evan Fournier? Fournier's in New York. What mm-hmm. what he get? A lot, more a than lot, five point yeah. nine million. Yeah, way, I'd rather have more. Kendrick Nunn then. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I could go either way on that. They're not really the same player. Nunn's more of a point guard, I think. Fournier doesn't really. He's not known as a defender. I feel like he's just mostly a shooter. Yeah, <laughs> that's what comes to mind when I think of Fournier. Is shoot the three. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Shooter, shooter, shooter. I don't know. Bo, will you, Bo, will you Google Fournier and see what he got? Just Google <laughs> Fournier. I'm good. <laughs> see what we get there. Curious. I've been told not to do that or to do it. <laughs> Never done it. Ah, we got we got Josh with that, didn't we? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I don't know. I thought that was an interesting story. That's not like super talked about. Took less money. To walk from Miami. The Lakers signed him. They grabbed him. 
This guy's coming into the prime of his career. What a great signing. Um, the other news story that I saw was that uh, that dude from the basketball tournament that Indiana, the Pacers, signed. Did you see this? I missed that. He hit the game-winning three for a million dollars. His name is Kiefer Sykes. He won the basketball tournament, if you know what that is. It's like an amateur tournament for a million dollars, and he hit the game-winning three. So the Pacers grabbed him. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty awesome. He's 27 years old. In the prime of his career, if you know anything about, if you're a longtime listener of the House of Hoops and you know we covet 27, yeah, 26 to 29-year-olds, 27's the sweet spot. That's the guy I want. Yeah, this dude's been playing basketball a long time. He's played for multiple G League teams. He's been overseas, and now he's going to get a, his first shot at the Indiana Pacers here. So that's awesome. I guess they think he can help. He's got a legitimate NBA contract, man, which is awesome. He's having a good year. That could be a sneaky like pickup, you know, if he ends up panning out. You think so? If he ends up some kind of bench role or he can be a role player, yeah. He's a little small, which has probably been his problem all his career. He's a 5'11". Just like a very average height, heighted person. <laughs> but the guy can hoop and he's not afraid of the big shot. So good on Indiana giving that guy a, a look anyway, I think. I thought it was worth mentioning. It, it felt like House of Hoops news when I saw the headline. Sure. It's like this seems like something that most people probably don't know about. But it's something to look out for too. His name's Kiefer Sykes. Watch out for him. Let's see what he does this year. We'll put him on the House of Hoops Summer League watch list. He's our guy. I think he's going to be on the legit Pacers team. We'll see how it goes. Anything else, Bo, in the news? Or Brian? So Kimba Walker gave like $20 million back to sign with the Knicks. Gave, gave up $20 million in that buyout with Oklahoma City. Yeah, that's frustrating to me on the Knicks side. You don't like Kimba? Nah. What have you done for me lately, Kemba? Gave up $20 million. That's what he did for you. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He didn't want to be in that OKC. No. I, I don't remember where I saw this, who tweeted it or what it was, but basically Boston gave up whatever they gave up for Kemba to send him to OKC. Was it a first? I think it was, right? Like this year's first. For Kemba to then sign with the Knicks and the Knicks to sign Fournier. I thought that was funny. Yeah, I think they gave up their first round pick this year, Boston did, to get rid of Kemba. I don't know. Kemba, it's, he's just never been there for me. <laughs> it didn't work in Boston. They clearly picked up on that. So he's gone. Well, he was hurt. Yeah, but that's kind of part of it is, is he was always hurt. Well, and I, I've I think I heard Bill Simmons on one of his podcasts saying that he didn't, during the lockdown stuff, when the league was suspended, he didn't really do any rehab on his own. He just came back yeah, right. in worse, worse shape or not as good a shape. Yeah, that's enough for me not to like him. 
that's, <laughs> that's enough. It's a it's like a it's a very New York Knicks move because he played high school ball at Harlem. I just don't like it. Well, they got him for nothing, basically. Yeah. They can not have him too. I think it gets in the way of IQ. Emmanuel quickly. Well, he might not be healthy anyway, so it doesn't matter. Who had like over thirty points in a summer league hmm. game today? Hmm. And cook some fucking other dude crossed him over, step back three. Dude almost I think the dude like fell on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a huge IQ fan and anybody that gets in his way pisses me the fuck off. Is that the is that the one summer league game he's gonna play in? <laughs> yeah, why is he out there? Second year player. Sophomore. You go to summer league. Just what they do. But uh yeah, he may not play in the whole thing. I mean, I feel like every time you're summer league player, like if you have a player that's clearly the best player on the floor and he's a second year player and he's getting over thirty points, like well, there's no reason for him to be there. <laughs> yeah. I feel like once it happens, like you just slowly start taking players off of your roster because mm-hmm. at that point you know what you have you have a player so let's get him out of there mm-hmm. before something stupid happens yeah and next man up you got a shot because there's tons of guys on that roster that need that need to be seen teams need to take a look at them and they need it and they need a chance to prove themselves to earn their spot in the league so like like playing iq is just getting in the way of somebody else that could possibly be just like sitting there with immense talent just sitting on the bench. You never know. Gil, I'll, I'll, I'll extend that thinking to Desmond Bain. Yeah. <laughs> he, just, he doesn't need to play another summer league game. Yeah, he played tonight or today, this afternoon, and had over 30 points. Yeah, would he get 32, I think. <laughs> Clearly the best player on the floor. Like, okay, so take him off the roster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like you just kind of chip away at the roster till you're left with he can, all the. You can leave. He can. He can stay. He can hang out on the bench and cheer and sure and go gamble. He can hang out, obviously. But I feel like you're not getting as good of a look at some of the guys that maybe you need to be looking at mm-hmm. instead. So yeah, every time a player has a good game, you just take them off. Mm-hmm. Just start chipping away at the guys. See you. So you're left with just. A bunch of players, you have no idea what they are. <laughs> and then you just play the shit out yeah. of them. <laughs> and you lose all the games, but it's Summer League. It doesn't matter. They make such a big deal about these Summer League championships and shit. It's like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. But, but it's but ultimately meaningless. Totally. Completely. <laughs> but what are your thoughts on Summer League? Do you watch them? I have, dude, I haven't had a chance to watch anything. <laughs> uh, it's fun yeah it's it's a good indicator on how we should overreact to things i don't think Des- your desmond bain take is overreaction i think he should, probably shouldn't be playing nah he's he's good and then grayson allen's gone mm-hmm. but we can get to that later but you know yeah bain's gonna be a part of the rotation mm-hmm. or a bigger part so yeah can't he start dropped crazy. 30 on everybody, and let's move on. I mean, he's a legit NBA player. It's time to look at somebody else. Like the the like the other guys need more shots and more yeah. time with the ball. Like Desmond Bain was essentially playing point guard. He had the ball the whole game. Like they were just leaning on Desmond Bain. Okay, we know what we have. 
Like put the like put the ball in some other guy's hands. Do you uh want to try something? <laughs> I got something here. Me? Yeah, sure. I just I just raided Jeff's fridge for a vitamin water. That's fine, and you can have that, or you you can also have one of these. Oh, those are good. <laughs> have you had one of these? Yeah. A dog days. Yeah, those are really good. These are from Crosstown Brewing Company here in Memphis, Tennessee. It's a watermelon lemonade shandy. Ooh, yeah, those are good. Are they good? I haven't yeah, had one. Good. I had the guy at the gas station said he's been selling a lot of them. It's a, it's like crisp <laughs> and refreshing as hell. Well, it's summertime, so I didn't want to buy these. Felt like I had to. Hmm. Yeah, it's the spot. Oh yeah, look at that. How are those shandies? I, I'm not a big fan of the hard seltzers. It tastes like Zima. Now, this is more like a lemonade beer. It's like a yeah, like a beer mosa almost. That is interesting. It's got a. Th- this one's a little sour. It's not bad. Not bad at all. It's an interesting thing. <laughs> What does that taste like? I need another sip. Yeah, I'm getting that like sour for sure. It's good. You could drink that. Ah. <laughs> yeah, so back to hoops. Look, Dennis Schroeder. Yeah, he did the opposite of Kendrick Nunn. He turned down $84 million. With a contender, the Lakers, only to be one of the last players standing at the end of free agency. Yeah, he wasn't even that good. I don't know why. He's betting on himself. Now he's going to end up probably taking less money than that. But I don't consider is. that betting on yourself. I just consider that stupid. Because <laughs> you thought somebody was going to scoop him up for like 100 to $120 million. That's what he thought. Thought he was going to do like a Rondo thing. He's like, oh, he played with the Lakers. Mm. I don't know. They didn't win the title. Like, maybe if they had won the title, that works. Yeah. You lost. And what, Mm -hmm. the second round? Mm -hmm. (laughs) I don't know. Like, he's going to end up having to take like a one-year deal or something with somebody for less money. And then he's going to have to, like, prove his worth again to try to get, like, a big deal that he wants. But He's going to have to take, like, an Isaiah Thomas deal or something. Dude, he may never get $84 million again. No. Are we big no. fans of his? I don't, <clears throat> eh. I'm not. not really. Schroeder? Yeah, Schroeder. No. That was so weird. I just felt like the, the Lakers didn't have a choice, so they were... You, you might as well give him that big contract, then you can trade it later. Mm-hmm. I guess sign just, trade, or just you know, just have him as a mid-level type of player, but on a bigger contract because you couldn't sign anybody else anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very strange, very weird. Worked out for the Lakers. I mean, yeah. worked out great. <laughs> yeah, sure. Thanks. <laughs> Maybe he realized that if he signed, like maybe there was like a sign and trade deal and he didn't want it. Mm. Maybe there's an extension offer. Maybe he didn't. Maybe he didn't want to be in a Wizards trade. Right. 
That's what I'm thinking. There's something that he didn't like about it. But nonetheless, he's like the like one of the last guys that hasn't been signed. <laughs> Even Justice Winslow got signed. <laughs> right. <clears throat> right? He's a Laker, isn't he? Clipper. Clipper. He's LA. <laughs> it's Kawhi insurance. <laughs> Good luck. Let's keep uh, going with free agency, Bo. So a lot of teams were active, and actually there was not like a whole lot of terrible moves. Like the Spurs did some weird things. Mm-hmm. Who was super active and effective at getting better to make a run at the title or even just to get better as a team in free agency? I like Brooklyn getting Patty Mills. Yeah. That was a solid move. That's yeah. a solid point guard. I mean, they have yeah, Kyrie, but... Yeah, but Kyrie is... And James Harden, who both play point guard. I think it's a good, kind of like a backup backup dude. Patty Mills, he's solid. He's the best player on that Australian team. Yeah, Kevin Durant loves him. Apparently so. Because he cooked him in Vegas. Yeah, Kevin Durant was out there celebrating with him in the, after the bronze medal game. <laughs> what else did Brooklyn do? Nothing. They let some guys go that they didn't need or want. Did they sign anybody else? I don't think so. So they were effective, but they weren't super active. Who else was active with trades and free agency? What comes to mind to to me is like uh, Chicago and Washington. Chicago, yeah. Right? Washington got a lot back in the uh, Westbrook trade. Mm Mm-hmm. Kuzma, Trez. KCP. Mm-hmm. KCP. They got some a bunch of like pieces. And then they have like Danny Advita of Advia that's coming up. Their rookie from last year. Washington's got some interesting stuff. It'll be interesting to see what they do with Bradley Beal if he sticks around or they end up moving him, but everybody's talking. Him and Damian Lillard seem like the big like uh, possible trade guys right now. Like the big name guys that could get traded. I mean, I don't know. You think after the you think after the move for Dinwiddie that they trade Bradley Beal? I'm not sure. Dinwiddie's coming back from injury. I assume he's a fine player, but I just don't know what Washington's doing. They got like this island of misfit toys team. But it's they're interesting and the players are young enough to where they still could have some potential. I think they'll be a competitive team. Maybe stuck in mediocrity. But at least the fans have something to keep them interested. People that maybe weren't interested last year because they weren't that great at the beginning of the season. Maybe they lost interest. At least now they have like some new, refreshing, like kind of fresh look players to keep people interested or get people interested. So they got that going for them. And then it's kind of the same deal with Chicago, I think. It'd be interesting to hear what a Chicago native, a Chicago fan thinks about, like, what's the, I wonder what the general consensus is in Chicago, of what they've done. They've kind of pieced together this team. They got Lonzo Ball, right? That's, that's not, it's not uh, LeVar. That's the yes. That's the ball that plays for. Yeah, they got him. Chicago. 
They got aging DeRozan, DeMar DeRozan. They did not go full rebuild. They just picked up some pieces. Super active, which you have to kind of congratulate them for at least like making an effort and kind of going for it here. Okay, so that's good. That keeps the fans interested. I don't know. I don't think they got any like bonehead players. They, they didn't make any bad moves. Either of those teams, I don't think. Say what you want about Kuzma and Washington, but I don't think Chicago, for that matter, did anything stupid or any backwards moves. I think uh, Chicago has a lot of guards. Yeah. So who are their point guards? They have Lonzo. Uh, they picked up Caruso, who I guess is a shooting guard, but played played point. I mean, I consider him a point guard in L.A., right? Yeah, that Caruso, that's a weird one. Yeah, I thought that was kind of odd. It's fucking super weird. So, they, I mean, so, but their but, shooting guards are, I mean, their death chart is DeMar DeRozan, Zach Levine, Alex Caruso. They picked up Javante Green in free agency. And then Kobe White. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of guards. And they have, they have Tice again, or is he gone? He left. Uh, Ty signed with uh, like Orlando or something. <laughs> well, it was Orlando? Is it Dallas Rockets. Oh, the Rockets. <laughs> it was Texas. Huh. He had to stay with the red team. What you know about them Texas boys? Um, so I know none of those teams are going to be any good next year. <laughs> <laughs> Dallas is like the wild card. Who knows what they'll do? I wouldn't trust them. I wouldn't be gambling on them. I wouldn't not be betting Jason, money. Not with Jason Kidd out there. With Jason Kidd and spilling drinks. <laughs> yeah, who's playing? So who's playing center for, for Chicago? <laughs> I mean, Vooch, but like, so who after that? Guess they go, what do they roll? Fucking Patrick Williams out there at center. I don't know. Tony Bradley. Who uh, they're going to play four guards. Hmm. <laughs> Maybe they're going to flip Laurie Markkinen for a big. Isn't he a big? Sort of. But he's like starting caliber big is what I mean. He's a seven-footer. He's not like a banger. He's not a center. I don't think. Their starting five looks good, though. Yeah. And then Levine and DeRozan aren't, you know, they're not big-time shooters, obviously, so Markkinen is that. So I think Markkinen is the, he's the best shooter on this in the starting five. I feel like they gotta keep him. Maybe they can side and trade Dennis Schroeder for Larry Markkinen. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Uh, would you be surprised? Chicago gets it with a tampering thing, and Chicago doesn't. Uh, in LA doesn't. <laughs> Any other teams? Come up interesting in free agency. Like you mentioned, the Spurs. Like, what? What are they doing? Who knows? Very weird. Very weird things. Zach Collins being the number one weirdest Spurs move. Yeah, it's like there's all their signings. They're making all these signings as if they have Duncan, Ginobili, and Parker still there in their prime. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, Collins would be nice as a role player for them for us, you know. 
They're just picking up. They're just still just picking up role players. Yeah, like oh, they'll, they'll compliment uh, Timmy and Manu. Oh man, that's funny. <laughs> yeah, and we're bringing Boris back. Yeah, we'll bring in Rudy Gay. He'll be a nice complimentary player <laughs> off the bench for. Yeah, like a, like the Rudy Gay that they've had on the Spurs would have been great with those Duncan and Ginobili teams. Where did Rudy Gay sign? Oh, did the Lakers. The Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. Yeah. Stacked ass fucking team. In other news, the Lakers signed everyone. <laughs> And have no oh, we, no tampering issues whatsoever. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? We didn't mention Dinwiddie for the Wizards. Yes and no, but Did yeah, we mention that that's a it's a good signing. I mean, he's coming off an injury injured year, but I always like that guy. Yeah, there and get you a fucking fifteen and eight, no problem. I was a big fan. A big fan of Dinwiddie. He might be a crazy person, but I like his game. Well, he's a harmless crazy person. Yeah. So what else? Who, what other teams? Spurs, whatever. And we kind of talked about it last week because it happened on the first day of free agency. But to put Miami getting Kyle Lowry is pretty big. Mm-hmm. I think that, yeah. that that changes the that changes the East a little bit. Makes them strong. Yeah. Makes him powerful if he's got, you know, enough left. He's a player. He's still a player. He's a clutch player. Chris Paul made a aging point guards a lot of money this year. <laughs> right? <laughs> Chris Paul gave everybody hope. All these older veteran point guards like Mike Conley yeah. and Kyle Lowry. And yeah. Ty Lawson's going to sign a max soon. Who? Ty Lawson. Ty Lawson. Mm-hmm. Maximum no, I saw he signed with, uh, he got banned from the Chinese League. So he's signing in Greece, I think. Who uh, Who didn't make any moves? Spurs. Portland re-signed Norman, Norman Powell. I think that's about it. Mm-hmm. Norman Powell's going back home. Big swing and a miss by the Mavericks. <laughs> they extended Luka, but other than that. They are stuck. They're stuck with that team. Oh, you know what I really liked was Phoenix getting that Landry Shamit. You guys like Landry Shamit? Yeah. thought that was a fucking steal for Phoenix. That guy's a walking bucket. And they only had to give up Javon Carter, which eh. I think Shamit's an upgrade. He's a better player. Yeah, I mean, I feel like campaign took all up. Javon Carter's minutes anyway. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. That was a move because they have campaign. They signed campaign for three years. So, uh, Shamit's, I really like him as a player. Lakers got Malik Monk too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah yes, they did. <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. And, uh, <laughs> uh, what's that fucking dude's name? Um, Portland signed him. Oh, Ben McLemore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Portland Portland was like, all right, Dame, we got you Ben McLemore. <laughs> oh, my gosh. 
they're going to lose him. That is a tough spot for him. It's getting too old for that. It's getting too old for this fucking bullshit. All these bullshit baby moves. That organization's fucking up. At least he's getting paid a lot. Mm. Anything else? Yeah, maybe that was the fucking deal. The Schroeder deal. It's a Sacramento for Buddy Healed. Because that kind of fell through right around the same time that, uh, that Schroeder declined his extension, didn't it? I see. Maybe that was the deal. Maybe that was the Buddy Heel deal. Because I remember there was like a lot of talk, like real quick, like before Westbrook. It was like, the Lakers are going after Buddy Heald. <laughs> it was everywhere. Maybe that was that deal. Who knows? I do think Sacramento should blow it up, though. I think they should let De'Aaron out of there and Buddy Hield out of there. They're not winning. Those guys are just wasting their fucking time. Yeah, I think Shaq sold a stake in the Kings as well. No shit. Damn. Shaq to sell his Kings minority minority ownership stake. Sheesh. <laughs> Even. <laughs> oh, God. Respectfully. Busty. Yeah, even Shaquille O'Neal wants out, man. <laughs> Damn. Oh God, oh God. Shaquille's like, yeah, I'm done. This is this is no longer busting. Oh, that's bad news, Sacramento. Owners don't sell in good things. Owners sell when they're, they're bailing on something that they don't believe in. Oh. There's no other reason for him to sell unless he's getting an opportunity to buy something else. Yeah. Uh, like, dark days Hello, are ahead. Darkness, my old <laughs> for Sacramento. I've come That's the only reason I can think of. Because it Not good. Not good, Sacramento. No more Sacramento. Sacramento is over. <laughs> Back to being the <laughs> Sacramento. Queens. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we were talking about uh, Kendrick Nunn earlier. And one of the things I like about Kendrick Nunn is he's like a dog. Like he's not, he's not the soft type. I think he really is like a tough guy, like a hard nosed player. When I was thinking about him, I was thinking about Memphis Grizzlies, our team. I was like, who's our dog? Do we have one? Eric Bledsoe. <laughs> Is he going to be around? Are they going to play him? Do you have any idea? Who the fuck knows? All right. So I was thinking we don't, I don't know, man. Like, I mean, is it Ja? <sighs> I guess. Tell the motherfucker about me. <laughs> <laughs> I guess. Not Jonas anymore. No, Stephen Adams. Stephen Adams, like he's—he seems like the quiet type. Now, hear me out. This is just a theory. But are the Memphis Grizzlies scary close to being too clean cut? Hmm. Like they ain't gonna have any edge. I don't know if management's taking this into consideration as building this team. Like you look at this new guy. Uh, Williams, Zaire Williams, he ain't a fucking dog. 
He's a Stanford clean cut kid. You don't you don't know that. What? I watched him play summer league today. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't get to watch the game. How did he do? It's all right. Yeah. It's tiny. It's like a stick out there. It's um, not tiny. He's skinny. He's athletic. He's tall, long. Yeah. He's athletic. I don't know if he's a dog. He ain't a dog. <laughs> he ain't. Is he is he more Jaren than Jaha? Yeah. I think so. I think you need a dog. I think we can all agree on that. Like you gotta have a dog. Like this is Jay Crowder's dog. He's right. that's why contenders keep picking him up. Why was Iverson good? It wasn't because of his size. Wasn't because he was like a freak athlete. He's a fucking dog. Jordan was a dog. You need a dog. Name a great player that was has won repeatedly and wasn't a dog. Like what's a, who's a guy that continuously wins, wins, and wins and isn't has like no dog in him? Think about it. Try to name one. Give you all night. (laughs) (laughs) It's late. I'm thinking. Go ahead. Think about it. You can say Braun, but Braun's lost a lot. And I think Braun's kind of grown into being his version of a dog. Mm -hmm. I just, I think kind of came with maturity and like him realizing that he had to be more vocal and, kind of hold people accountable but i think he's tried to become a dog i don't know Pau Gasol won a couple Pau Gasol played with kobe bryant (laughs) (laughs) you know like i want to say harden but i feel like he's got some dog in him he ain't fucking won shit no like you can name a player on a team they're just not the dog on that team yeah team has dog yeah I don't know. I feel like Memphis might be kind of close to being too clean cut. Mm-hmm. Say Arenas. Gilbert. I think Gil- Gilbert was kind of a dog, I think. Didn't he like Gilbert? Gilbert brought guns, man. Didn't <laughs> he have like guns and shit? Like, yeah, I suppose he was a little wild, man. That's huh? some pretty dog ass shit right there. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure uh, Gilbert's a dog. Yeah. I think he's a fucking mad shit talker. Um. <laughs> <laughs> all, right, all, right, all right. Well, what I think I do know is that you can't just have all preppies on the squad. Mm-hmm. You got to have some edge. I don't know if this is being taken in consideration uh, with the Grizzlies management. I think they're trying to like they're getting all the same kind of guys. They're like, oh, he he, he fits the mold. That's all you hear. Mm-hmm. He fits the mold. He looks. He looks the part. He looks like he'll fit in. Like, I think it's time to maybe uh, look at a wild card for that squad. And maybe it is John Morant. Uh, I think Grayson was kind of a wild card. He's gone. Tuna, like D'Anthony Melton, he's he's like a nice guy. <laughs> I don't know. I'm worried. I'm scared that they may be too soft. Too many of the same kind of guys. Too many, Too nice, many guys. nice guys. Too many Zach Clemens. Too many nice guys. You want you need some Kendrick Nunn edge. 
especially role players on these title teams. The most influential players are dogs, players with edge. And maybe even better is edge and experience. That combination is what puts you over the hump, I think. Even Scottie Pippen had some edge. Role player. Back then, we didn't have social media and whatnot, but I feel like now it's kind of coming out, like, what kind of person Scottie Pippen really is. <laughs> I don't think it was really shown a lot back when he was playing, but I don't know. It's just something that I thought about and I'm a little concerned about. So you're, dry, you're, you're getting all these preppies. You're getting these Stanford kids. <laughs> getting these high IQ guys. I get it. Getting all these nice guys together, but... A little worried that they might not have enough grit and grind. Maybe, uh, maybe they do keep Bledsoe then. Maybe. What happens to Tyus Jones? What happens? I could see like Bledsoe and Bane being buddies, like arm wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Bledsoe's pretty, pretty ripped, dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I could see those guys being uh, probably working out together, locker room buddies, yeah. like a. But yeah, like uh, weight room buddies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Something to think about. I want to give that to you guys to think about. That's a good point, Jeff. Summer League, Summer League, Summer League. It started yesterday, right? And it goes on for a couple weeks. I watched the Grizzlies game today. I watched the Chicago, New Orleans Pelicans Summer League game today. It was very clear that Trey Murphy was the best player on the court in that game. Yeah. For New Orleans. I thought Chicago might have been better. Maybe New Orleans summer league team was just really good, but Trey Murphy, whoa. Watch out. What is he was he did they draft him? Yeah. See this he their rookie. Yeah. Big man. Shoots the three. Athletic. Yamming on folks. Dude looks great. New Orleans got a another sweet piece there, I think. He is the best guy on the player. He doesn't need to play any more summer league. You know what you have with him, I think, right now. Yeah, yeah, but he's a rookie. So. I've seen enough. Trey Murphy's funny because his name isn't. It's Trey Murphy the third, but his name isn't mm -hmm. Trey. <laughs> Trey Trey. <laughs> Trey the Trey. It's like you go. What's his real name? Kenneth Trey Murphy the third. Oh, he goes by the middle name. So he's Trey Murphy the third. Hmm. I feel like you're either you're either Kenneth Murphy the third or you're Trey Murphy. Right. Trey's a nickname because he's the third. Right. You think that's do you think that's odd? Yes. It's like a repetitiveness. Yeah. Something. It's like a too much. <laughs> I, I looked it up when he got I looked it up during the draft to confirm. Yes, yes. <laughs> Or is, you think he says everything twice? Like, I'm going to go get Maybe the papers. Get the papers. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's Trey three times. This is it three times? <laughs> what if his name was Trip Trey Murphy third? <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I mean, do it right, man. Have three trays. <laughs> I mean, I have a, I have a friend who's whose son is the fifth in line. He's the, he's the fifth of his name and his family. 
and they and they call him Five. That's his nickname. Hmm. And he's not Five the Fifth. He's just Five. Fife. <laughs> call him Fife Dog. Five. No. <laughs> the, fifth Dog. The, <laughs> the numeral Five. Weird. It's <laughs> a good right. nickname. Yeah. But he's not Five the Fifth. He's just five, you know? Yeah, right, right. It's not five Williams the fifth. It's gonna it's gonna bug me every time I watch the Pelicans play, I think. <laughs> nothing See, nothing personal, Trey Mur- Trey Murphy the third, but I'm I'm hoping for a short career. <laughs> T I think he's gonna be really good though. Whatever. You know what's a word we haven't said today? Tonight, whatever it is. How that what hams ham no well they're gonna get one i got one had they paid us this week i would have uh, made a point <laughs> to fucking say it but i told you i don't know if we discussed on the show but there there is a bar in memphis that serves hams you were telling me that look yeah. at that old style so can you get it at the can you get it like at a you know beer selling i'm assuming somebody distributes it here yeah huh I mean, I can't see them driving to Arkansas once a week to pick up hams. You know, I don't know. Maybe someone works over there and I just grabs a would, couple. I mean, 30s. also that would be illegal. So, a distributor is that what we're talking about? Yeah, we're, that would that would be illegal. Someone must distribute hams mm-hmm. here in the Memphis area. Mm. It was good. hadn't had a hams in a long time. Mm. They're actually really good. Yeah, it was refreshing. Mm. I think they're better than PBR. Oh, I'd agree with you there. I don't like PBR. I like PBR just fine, but I like hams way, way better. You know what's better than all of those? Budweiser. That's right. Mm. I like Coors Banquet. Coors Original better than Bud. That is a good one. Banquet's a good one. Gas station down the street selling 12 packs for like twelve ninety nine or something. Mm. Ooh. Mm. Well, I can get a thirty pack of hams for thirteen fifty. So, oh shit, damn! <laughs> Is that a nickel, <laughs> of, nickel of beer? <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> it's nickel beer night. They're giving, up, they're, they're giving them away. <laughs> Jesus! I went in there and they're like, "Yeah, we're, we ran out of that a while ago." <laughs> <laughs> those were those lasted three hours. That promotion is over. The red, white, and blue hams cans. You just have to wait until they come out with the uh, the camo cans. That, that deal will go back on. Mm. Yeah. The bush camo. <laughs> so I'm going to watch Summer League this week. I'm going to do that. I don't think I'm going to bet on it, though. It's, it's too sketchy. I bet a ton of money on that Grizzlies game today. Thank God they won and mm. covered two and a half. But... The whole time I was like, they could sit Bane at any minute and this mm-hmm. could go totally fucking sideways. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, got a little panicky in the fourth. It was the third quarter when he wasn't playing and, and uh, Brooklyn took the lead. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I just jumped on the money. I just doubled down. <laughs> uh, I'm not betting on these summer league games, dude. It's too sketchy. You just don't know what's going to happen. You can have an idea, like, oh, this team has a lot of really good young players, like Memphis, but no, I'm out. Just going to go back to betting on baseball. <laughs> Just 
gonna go back to betting against the Cubs. <laughs> Super bummed the Brewers Cubs game got uh, postponed tonight. I had hundreds of dollars on the Brewers several different ways. What are you? I mean, the odds can't be that great betting against the Cubs. You can if you uh, you take the money, you, you take the like points, betting a dollar to win a dime. No, no, it's better than that. If you were betting, let's say three hundred dollars, you'd be betting three hundred dollars to win like a one fifty. It ain't terrible. It's high risk, but it's fucking easy money. <laughs> You're so mad. Shut the fuck up. Nah, keep going, man. <laughs> keep it up. Keep it up. I'm not coming back. <laughs> I'm quitting. <laughs> you just put my last check in the mail. <laughs> yeah. I'm still waiting on my first check. <laughs> if anybody wants to support House of Hoops, go buy a shirt on a website. You guys are getting none of that shit. So we sell, we have to sell uh, 150 shirts before we can, before you guys get paid. <laughs> <laughs> and that's like a rough estimate. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe catch a summer league game this week, guys, huh? Maybe. Check it out. Pit game? <laughs> nah. <laughs> <laughs> no way. I can't do it. We'll watch that 1988 gold medal silver game for the pit game. We can. No. We can no, talk about how great their careers are going to be. Like yeah, the video was kind of grainy. I couldn't really tell. I think it was a travel. No kidding, dude. I, you you won't be able to see shit. Somebody would have to go in and like render it or something. <laughs> you know what we should watch? We should watch Detroit. We should watch, we should catch a a Cade Cunningham game. That sounds like fun. He was uh, dropping threes last night. Yeah, did you watch it? Uh, I mean, we watched a little bit of it. After work. I don't remember that. You sure it was me? Yeah. Because I remember saying, what K get tonight? <laughs> and you pointed the TV and you were like, it's on. Oh. <laughs> I, 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 I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's on. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <clears throat> Well, you'll watch, uh, watch, let's watch for G League players, you know. Yeah. Let's watch for Cade. Let's check in on some of this Summer League stuff. Whatever's interesting to you, come back and tell me about it, Bo. All right. What's the most I'm interesting thing this, in the Summer League? This take, 88 game. Take some fucking time out of your week for me, will you? Bring one thing. If all, one thing. If all, th- if all three of us bring one thing, then that's a show. Okay. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm looking at this USSR Yugoslavia <laughs> Yugoslavia game. There's no three-point line. And, oh. Sabonis is, and Sabonis is like a thousand feet taller than everybody else. He's huge. He's way bigger than yeah. Vlade. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He was and a Vlade's grown man. Out there and, he, and Vlade has like a cigarette behind his ear. <laughs> <laughs> at, the, at, the, at the dead balls, he's taking drags. <sighs> Arvidas was 45 years old in that game. Vladi <laughs> <laughs> Divac, one of the greatest passing big men of the 90s. That's a cool matchup. Uh, you know, I, I wouldn't mind watching that, Bo. Send me the link later. It's, it's I, have a, I have to have it on mute, but Petrovic is... 
it's it's a damn shame what we lost him when we did. Mm-hmm. Sure. Sure. But Sabonis has got a sweet mustache. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And a mullet, yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of mullets out there. The no three-point line, like they just bring it up, set some screens, and they throw it to the post. <laughs> <laughs> 1988, right? Yeah. It looks like there's a faint outline of the three-point line, but it's, I'm assuming they're not using it. And it's got that weird, the, the lane kind of, instead of being a straight line, it, it fans out. Mm. So in 1988, Sabonis was 24. He was just coming into his prime. Yeah, too bad he wasn't over in the league. They wouldn't let him come over. Oh. Tivots would have been like 20. Huh. Young guys. In Soviet Russia, basketball plays you. Yeah. <laughs> I can't tell if there's a three-point line. It's not. Maybe there. I mean, there's a line there, but it's not well-defined. Maybe they're letting them shoot threes. Sabonis, no Sabonis was seven foot three and wore a shoe size 52. He was such a good passer, Sabonis. Mm-hmm. So was Divots. Yeah, all those guys are. All right, well, you were talking about Durant being born in... We were talking about Durant being born in Europe or whatever. Were we? And not having the same opportunity... Oh, yeah. To, ...to to grow like he did. So what if Shaq was born in, like, Yugoslavia or something and, like, had to learn to pass? And you had, like, Shaq... Mm-hmm. Like all the Shaq we know, but what was like ridiculous passing? Like he grew, he grew up like a team player. Yeah, free throw shooting. Like he shot ninety percent from the line. Like average seven assists a game. He probably wins a lot more championships. If he's a more rounded basketball player, him and Kobe get along fine. International yes. guy with yeah. Kobe. Kobe was an international that's, guy like that's that. That's true. They probably win a lot of fucking championships, but. Maybe he never leaves Orlando. So maybe him and Penny win championships. Maybe, yeah. He probably never wears Reeboks. (laughs) (laughs) And we never get the movie Blue Chips. And why is that, Brian? (laughs) (laughs) Just saying. Uh, Yeah, he probably uh, wins a lot more titles for Orlando. If they even draft him. Who knows what round he goes if he's European <laughs> back in 1992 <laughs> or whatever fucking year he was drafted. I'm looking up the Shaquille O'Neal draft class right fucking now. 1992 draft. Shaq went one, but he probably goes, where's the first like European name? It's all Americans. The whole first round is American basketball players in 1992. It's not till the 49th pick, Ron Ellis from Belgium, is picked by Phoenix. So I guess Phoenix gets him at 49. Oh, no, no, no. You missed a... Uh, Who? Oh, uh, I did. Pe- Pedrick Delinovich. Uh, that's right, I did. I went right past him. But it's only the 43rd. So maybe Shaq goes in the second round. <laughs> that's a Euro. <laughs> but... 
let's say he yeah, is, he's because the scouts are like, yeah, he's dominating all those Europeans. <laughs> 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 I mean, yeah, he's dominant, but surely he would have gone ahead of Matt Fish <laughs> <laughs> from UNC. Um, realistically, he probably goes like in a bottom of the lottery, like right behind Robert Horry or something. He goes number one. <laughs> no Americans in that draft, Bo, in that first round. Look, if our Andrea Barniotti goes, can go one. Shaq can go one. Italian Shaq can go it's one. To- <laughs> totally different era, but yeah. Okay, hang on. So... Let's say let's say that Vladi Divots would be a good comp to European Shaq. Right. I, li- I like Italian Shaq. What Bo said. <laughs> <laughs> so in 1988, or sorry, it's 89, when Vladi was drafted, he went 26th. So if that's any comparison to the Lakers, so if that's any comparison to what Shaq would have been. Shaq would have been a late first rounder. Yeah. It's all Americans in that draft. <laughs> it is all Americans in that first round, except for Vladi in 89. Motherfucking Danny Ferry. Duke boy. Number two overall draft pick. So many of these names are irrelevant as fuck. Except for like Vladi Divots, who went late in the first round. All right. Is that fair, Bo? You would have yeah. been a late first rounder? Euro Shaq? I can I can take that. It's only because of the times, you know? In the early nineties. Euros were just not a thing. Really. You know what we're gonna do next week? What's that? Keeping in theme with what we do every year in the off season, we're gonna pick teams that are in bad shape. Who are the teams that are gonna be the worst in the league next year? We're gonna do that next week. All right. Okay. All right, at that point, free agency should be over. Yeah. You know, Schroeder will have a home. For reference, last year it was Sacramento, Cleveland, Detroit, Atlanta, Chicago, New York. And the on the borderlines were Orlando, Washington, Charlotte. Man, we had that pretty pretty damn pretty, close. Pretty, eh. New York came up. Atlanta. Atlanta came up. So they will not be on this list, which means somebody's going down. Anytime a team comes up, a team goes down. It's a fact. Science. So that'll be fun. We'll pick our shit teams in bad shape for next year. Teams that look like they just did everything wrong. Maybe they have like a budding, uh, maybe they have like a prospect, like a rookie prospect, but it's not going to be enough to win games. All right. That's all I got, gentlemen. I mean, we could go back into uh, Spanish shack or French shack. Please. I think we covered it. Go Scandinavian ahead. shack. Mm-hmm. Please continue. Or shack Romano. Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm over it. Let's call it. Uh, Bo, Brian, will you be here next week? I plan on it. Excellent. Yes, I will be here. Summer League in Vegas. I'll be in Vegas. Sorry. <laughs> I'm going back <laughs> by myself. <laughs> Jeff's going to just take a monthly trip to Vegas. All right, guys. Out. <laughs> All right, here's the deal. I appreciate both of you being here. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Bo. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, man. Thank you, anybody that listened. If you want to support the show, go to House of Hoops, H-A-U-S of Hoops.com. Everything's fucking there. We've made it really easy for you. Click on the tab, go to shop. Click on the giant yellow button that says shop on that page. And uh, buy a Memphis is Buick. Memphis as Buick shirt. It's a Roadhouse play. It's a playoff from Roadhouse, okay? There's a really popular shirt in Memphis amongst people that like to wear shirts that say fuck on them. <laughs> uh, there's a shirt that says, it's, it's Memphis as fuck, and I, I don't really get it, but we changed the fuck into Buick, as they do on the wall in Roadhouse. And now we got them for sale. So if that sounds like something you want to wear... Maybe you want to wear a Memphis is fuck shirt, but you don't want to wear a shirt that says fuck on it. So it's Memphis is Buick now. You can get one. You can wear that shirt now. It's incognito. All proceeds will go to funding this podcast. There is like actual upkeep in this and it does actually cost money. So that'll go towards that. And maybe one day, uh, I can start paying you guys. Hey. That wouldn't that be something? But it doesn't happen without support from our listeners. So thank you to anybody that listened. See you next week. You don't understand. I ain't scared of you motherfuckers. Thank you.